from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Kim Noh and her family truly embody the American dream. Her father fled Vietnam in 1986 to escape persecution. And when Noh joined him in Marin County, California, seven years later, she was a 10-year-old who understood no English and little about American culture. Today, she's a branch manager at Patelco Credit Union in Pleasanton, California, and a 2019 Credit Union rock star. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor for CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, my colleague Ron Jost talks to know about her path to Patelco, her approach to leadership, her love of volunteering, and more. So, Kim, uh, I always say let's begin at the beginning. So, can you tell me how you came to uh, Patelco Credit Union? I came to Patelco Credit Union um, after working for a few banks um, within the last 10 years. I want to do more for the people, not just the numbers, not just sales, but make a bigger impact. So I would start searching online um, in the North Bay where I live, um, credit unions, and I found Patalgo. And I found that they needed a branch manager uh, located in Novato. Prior to that, I, I did some research on them, and I, I liked what they have to offer in terms of their mission and their values. So I apply and, and I got the job. So um, that was four years ago. And you've made quite an impression, actually. You've earned the Patelco Monthly Leadership Award at least twice. Can you describe your leadership style? Yeah. At Patelco, we, um, every single month, they, um, they have uh, the whole retail branches, which is there's 36 of us. And each director will nominate one employee for the Monthly Leadership Award. And I, uh, I won twice within a year, which is a, a big thing because each month we only nominate one person and I got two awards in one year. So my, um, leadership style is really easy, having fun at work, um, being fair as a manager, being fair and also being firm. And I'll go in details on each one of them. Um, firm meaning that I, as, as a leader, I need to carry out, um, my credit union mission values and expectations. I, my, I'm very competitive and I like to exceed expectations and, and goals. Um, having fun at work, I always create activities in the brand to drive positive behaviors. Um, having campaigned, for example, the banker will, will, uh, will team up with the tellers and we have, uh, team A and team B, whoever get the most, um, applications or but the most interaction with members in terms of driving to uh, positive behavior, they win prizes or like Starbucks or lunches. And then fair, I reward my team members um, appropriately. If someone is doing outstanding, going out of um, out of his or her way to help a member or help a teammate or helping another uh, branch, I will reward them. Um, and also coaching team members that is falling behind or or, or needs help. A lot of times, um, leaders, we assume they know certain things. And, and so that's when not doing too well comes in where you need to coach team members. If you see that they're not sure of something, you're able to coach them and not punishing them, asking them what's going on. How can I help? My style is I check in, um, it's my daily check in, uh, minute. 
how's everything going? How can I help you? How are you? So those things are to check in with them to see how they're doing. And, and if they need help, I'll help them and, um, to co- and coach them to be better. So kind of checking in with virtually all your employees every day. Yes. You're a Vietnamese immigrant, and that's really important to your story here in the United States. Can you tell me how you came to this country? So right after the Vietnam War, um, my dad left Vietnam in 1986, and he saved up enough money, and he um, brought my mom and my siblings, there's five of us, over to the U.S. in '93. And I arrived um, in Marin County uh, of California in 93 and came to the country when I was 10 years old, not knowing anybody, not having any friends and not, not speaking the language. Um, it was tough, but um, I was young enough that I was able to adapt to the culture, adapt to the society. School was challenging, but I did well in math. Um, so I, I gained a couple of friends in that subject. So how did you learn English? They put me in fourth grade. I, um, you know, just, you just kind of throw me into the water and you just roll with it. And uh, midday, every hour, I was taken out of the classroom to spend uh, an hour with this, with this uh, instructor, um, ESL instructor. And so I, I just adapt and um, I learned. I, I study days and night. I watch TV. I pay attention to things. Um, when I do homework, I would have a, a dictionary of Vietnamese and English um, at my desk. At fourth grade, I would spend every night until 12 o'clock um, to do my homework and, and just learn. And then um, when I reached uh, middle school, eighth grade, I was able to um, attend junior classes, to take ESL classes, to take math classes, to take um, computer classes. So I took the advantage of that, and so I started taking the JC classes from eighth grade on to senior year in high school. Um, and by the time I finished my senior year, I had so much credits at the JC that I went into my um, four years college. I was a sophomore, so I take advantage of the the opportunity I have in terms of the education and just study and and learned. Yeah, so I I pay my dues. <laughs> Yeah, to say you've paid your dues is an understatement. You've embraced your background, and you've also embraced American opportunities that you've had here. And you're very active in the community, and and one award in particular stands out. It's very interesting. You received the Family Recognition Award from the California Healthy Nail Salons Initiative, which was created to help eliminate toxic chemicals from nail salons in California. Can you tell me about that story? Kind of break it all down for me. Absolutely. My, I always want to give back to the community. Like I mentioned earlier, I came to the U.S. in '93, arrived in Marin County, and um, a few nonprofit agencies have supported my family and and help us to get on our feet. So as an adult now, I work in Marin County. I want to come back and give back to them. So I volunteer. Um, part of that is the program is a healthy nail salon program, and is is hit home because my parents work in the salon business too, and 89% of um, the 10,000 chemicals in the personal care products have not been tested for impact on human health. 129,000 salon workers in California, and most of them women from Vietnam. 
and 94% of the customer would recommend and likely to use healthier products. Majority of the products have not been tested, and a lot of them, uh, a lot of the products could cause birth defects, cancer, and a lot of uh, health problems. Um, these are tested and, and studied by um, uh, scientists in California. And I was very fortunate that I um, had an opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. and met with Diane Feinstein, the senator, and talked about passing bills um, to protect the workers. So it was really hit home by um, my family members are in the salon, and I learned that I can make a difference by giving back and also be involved. And, and plus, you know, seeing, seeing the woman that worked so hard, came to the U.S., not have known any English, and support a family, um, it's really touched my heart. And so I always um, trying to help them, educate them, not just the toxic nail salon products, but also on financial health, on savings, how to save money for retirement, and ways to protect themselves in terms of um, if they become unemployed, how can it just basically um, merge them to the societies and how to take the opportunity and be better. You've remained very involved with the local Vietnamese community, and you were recognized for your work with the Marin Advocacy Project, I think it's called. Can you tell me about all the work you've done with them? Yeah, so um, I was the chairperson for that project. We helped a certain um, percentage of the population in Marin County, especially the Vietnamese um, group that arrived to the U.S. and not knowing any, anything, and, and, and so we helped them. Um, filling out uh, forms, get them uh, in housing, in, to, in healthcare, in banking, and whatever they need in, in terms of social, uh, like a social worker. Um, so I also help them to, um, if they need a job. So we also coach them on how to be ready for interviews and how to get um, involved in the community and to be part of the community. And I do see the rewards when the teenager or the parent are going through a hard time and they follow our staff or guidelines and they become better. The kids get into college, the parents doing much better in terms of finding a better job to support them. So those are the rewards I see from, from this, this group. You talked earlier about when you were in high school, you worked so hard that you actually had college credits by the time you graduated from high school. And you went on to receive your MBA, and you actually, right now, you're teaching college classes. Can you talk a little bit about what you're doing as an instructor? So I teach as an adjunct professor at Sonoma State University and Meridian University. Um, I teach in finance and accounting. I have a degree, uh, an MBA in finance, and I'm working toward my PhD in accounting. Eventually, I do want to become a professor um, because I feel that is the, the area that I can make the biggest impact is to help and demonstrate and give back to the communities um, in the classroom setting. And I want to down the road is to go back to Vietnam and help out um, the schools and the, the villages with my degree. And why do I pick a PhD in accounting? Because I like numbers, right? I like numbers and I like to investigate. I like to figure out um, why things don't add up or forecasting. And I'm a number person. And you're obviously a people person, though, too. You've, you've obviously really like to give back and you're very ambitious. So what motivates you? What motivates me? Um, 
is when I think back, um, back at home, um, growing up in a very poor family in a small village, and now fast forward 35 years later, where I'm at right now is that there were a lot of good heart people, a lot of people that want to help and, and reach out to the disadvantaged people that don't have the opportunity. Um, so I'm one of them and I become very successful with what I do and I want to give back and, and also duplicate that path because I feel there's a lot of children around the world and also in the U.S. that they, they need that help. They need a guidance. And if I can reach out and show them the path, um, that will help their, themselves, help the family and also help the, the society. So it's a big impact. That's what motivated me the most. You've accomplished so much. Do you have a vision for yourself? What do you see yourself doing five years, ten years down the line? I love Patalco, um, and I want to go and retire within Patalco Credit Union. So I, I would like to move up in the company and um, and share my my uh, vision and have a much bigger impact. And then when I retire in my 60s or so, I would like to teach as a professor because uh, I do want to teach and I want to um, have free time to travel and, and help out communities um, that needed help. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.